The first opponent on the list just made it to a conference championship game. And yet, they're just loaded with question marks. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. Happy Labor Day. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into Hockey and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates in the same place that you found this. It is fun. I've got to start out by saying this to be talking about an actual football game coming up this week. The Steelers begin their week one practice sessions this morning at 1030 a.m. I'll be over there on the south side covering that. And then they're back on the field Wednesday Thursday, Friday, they have the Saturday walkthrough. Kickoff is 1.02 p.m. Sunday at Akershore Stadium. And here's hoping, by the way, that some of the heat that we're getting hit with in western Pennsylvania this week manages to subside at least a little bit as it's expected to by the weekend. This opponent, on one hand, I could invest this entire episode laying flowers at the feet of the 49ers because of how they rose up last year, how it began with defense, and then how the offense finally took off once they got their quarterback issues settled and worked Brock Purdy into the mix. Purdy exceeded everybody's expectations, probably even his own. And I could throw out all the names of you know Nick Bosa, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. There's more. There's more. And at the same time, I wonder if a lot like what happened in Cincinnati last year, the Steelers wouldn't just be catching an opponent at precisely the right time. Because, number one, Purdy hurt his elbow in that NFC championship game. Couldn't continue. And it turned out to be a UCL. Now that's been repaired, but his throwing all through San Francisco's preseason has been limited, has been really tightly monitored. And, you know, I don't want to say this, but all it takes is one chop from somebody and and there he goes again, which you wouldn't say about a quarterback who wasn't coming off something or who was operating in a preseason where there were no such restrictions. Is he going to be as sharp as a healthy quarterback would have been? Probably not. Number two is that George Kittle, my goodness, I didn't even mention Kittle in the opening thing. Kittle is like, he's one of the very best of them. And Kittle's working through an injury that's kept him out of practice for a week straight. He's expected to return to practice today, but again, we'll see. And even if he's fine, maybe he won't be all the way fine. Number three, which is actually number one if I was doing these in order of priority, Bosa might not even be a 49er. He's still holding out. He's still in negotiations with the team over a long-term contract. And although everybody, including Kyle Shanahan, keeps saying that they expect him to be in Pittsburgh, they expect this, they expect that. And you can even use T.J. Watt as an example of how little the preseason matters because of how T.J. was able to show up after not participating really at all in the preseason and then just 
have a superhuman performance in the season opener. It's a real thing. Bosa is a real problem. I don't know how many of you get to watch the 49ers games on any kind of regular basis, but he leaps off your TV screen at you. He's legitimately special. He's legitimately a threat consistently to be DPOY right up there with TJ Watt and Aaron Donald. To which I can throw on top of all of this that if he's in game condition or game shape, he hasn't been in anything remotely resembling game settings, including even team practices or walkthroughs. So could he still be great? Could he still do what TJ did a couple years ago? Yeah, absolutely. He's that talented. But is there less of a chance of that? Yeah, without question. So, uh, look, I'm not about to dump on a team that made it to the conference championship game in facing a team that didn't even make the playoffs, okay? That would be uh, delusional. The 49ers are going to come into Akershire Stadium. They're going to be favored unless something happens over the course of the week where there's a significant injury or even they find out definitively they're not going to have Bosa. We'll see how that goes, but they're going to be favored. They have to be favored. They should be favored. But are they beatable? Oh, hell yes. You better believe it. When we come back, J1Q. Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George. LGKG is a personal injury law firm in Western Pennsylvania that represents people hurt in car accidents or who need help with workers' comp or medical malpractice. When the attorneys at LGKG make you a promise, they keep it. They've been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. LGKG's been AV rated, the highest rating a law firm can receive, and they've been designated super lawyers. That's actually a thing for over 15 years. It's a rare combination. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. Learn more about them by visiting lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. LGKG. Today's J1Q comes from Joe, who says, DK, do you think now that the Steelers are ready, their roster, to compete for the AFC North? Or do you think that they're still at least a year away? I'm not sure why you would put them a year away, Joe, just to begin my answer here. Because on one side of the ball, you've got a group that's younger and more likely is going to be stronger in a year. But what are you seeing happening to the other side of the ball? Do you think Cam Hayward will be here forever? Do you think TJ Watt will be able to compete at that level that he does forever? I don't know. I don't have that answer. I don't have that answer. The defense is still going to be very, very good. I believe that this year. But I don't see this as much about a window thing, which I think is what you're asking, than just just building up more confidence through more success. 
I'm not necessarily counting the preseason as success. I'm counting seven and two to finish out last season as success. From there, I'll graft on, but pretty much in parentheses, everything that's occurred this summer, including, notably, the roster additions that have been made. And then from there, man, you know what? Joe, I, I know I've said this a lot on the show, but I feel like it it bears repeating because it's one of the things that I'm going to talk to some more players about when I get over to the South Side later this morning. There's a real belief. There's a real belief that this team can be very, very good. Now, does that mean winning the division or let me see how you actually phrased it, competing for the division? Of course, they can compete for the division. They're competing with the Bengals and the Ravens. You know, those are teams they can beat. How do I know that? Well, they did it last year with a lesser team. And I didn't see the either the Bengals or the Ravens doing anything dramatic to get a lot better over the offseason other than Lamar Jackson recovering from his injury. But if I'm the Steelers, I'm not, okay? I'm trying to put into words kind of a, a cumulative sense of what I get from these guys. If I'm the Steelers, I'm just, I swear, just thinking about Sunday, okay? Because if you beat a reigning NFL semifinalist in your first game, and you do it at home, and most important, even more important than the outcome, you do it in the ways that you've been practicing and preparing for months. Do you have any idea, Joe, where their confidence is going to go? Not cockiness, confidence in what they can do. They're not going to be thinking about the division. They're not going to be thinking about the Super Bowl either. What they're going to be thinking about is just continuing to build. All right, great. Did this. Here come the Browns in eight days. On Monday night. They're nobody's threat to be winning the division. But I don't think anybody's portraying them as the old Browns either. Doormats. And then you build on that. And then you say, all right, well, we never win out on the West Coast. Those trips always give us trouble. You go out to Las Vegas and you face a Raiders team that'll be the least of the three opponents you'll have played to date. And you, t you see where I'm going here? You see where I'm going? Now, I'm not going to do that through all 17 games, okay? That's clown shoes fodder. But you do want, and I believe in the case of this young offense need some regular reinforcement that what you've done to date is real and that it can continue to get even better. Just win Sunday. That's all. Just win Sunday. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody who listens to Daily Shot of Steelers. We're going to do another one of these tomorrow.